Hello, thanks for tuning in. This is Rebecca Rambo with the Health Pro Heritage Quality Assurance and Compliance Division. And today I'm here with Jason Sasser from our Clinical Strategies Division. And we're gonna talk about another OASIS item. So this OASIS item is OASIS M1830. You guessed it, it's bathing. So Jason, this one today, we're gonna talk about all on its own. Why, why is that? Why is the bathing oasis item so important that it gets its own podcast? <laughs> well, um, as you know, I do several audits and all across the nation. And I just feel like this is one of the biggest areas where so many clinicians make so many errors on score on the bathing. And two, bathing is worth from zero to 20 points. It's the second uh, largest uh, scoring um, point scores for the functional impairment levels on the OASIS where ambulation and locomotion count for 23 bathing comes in at second at worth 20 points. So it can make a major difference on the impairment levels from low, medium and high under PDGM. And I figured it needed a particular focus on how we should score this correctly going forward. All right. So what, what is bathing exactly trying to measure then with that many points and, and things to consider? So uh, the bathing question is trying to measure the patient's ability to wash here, his or her body safely, and it includes getting in and out of the tub or the shower. Okay, so what does it mean exactly their entire body? No, it does not. Uh, actually, uh, it's kind of a little bit confusing, but to clarify, bathing excludes these three items, washing the face, washing the hands, and shampooing the hair. I guess Medicare really don't care if you wash your hair or not, but it does not include those three items. Yeah, well, that seems like washing your hands and face, shampooing your hair, that must be really important. Is there someone somewhere else that the Oasis is capturing that? Yeah, that's actually in the grooming section, um, M1800, which we had previously spoken about. Okay. So in order to accurately assess this question and capture the information correctly, um, do we really have to have the shower go take, have the patient take a bath? Can we just ask the patient or the caregiver as the strategy for scoring this? I would say no, as far as asking the patient or the caregiver. Um, observation is the best method to capture the scoring accurately. Oftentimes, um, when we ask patients how they do with certain functions, they usually say they do a great job and have no trouble. But sometimes, uh, you know, patients are also scared if they tell the truth that they may have to go into a nursing home or assisted living because they really do need help with this. Um, observation is always accurate with the Oasis. Um, so they don't necessarily have to, you know, strip down and get off their clothes, but you can actually take them to the bathroom and to the shower or the tub and say, hey, I need to watch you get in and out of the shower, see how you perform, see how you do it safely, and see what you're having trouble with so I know what to work on you with to keep you, you know, here at home and to be more independent. So I always say observation is always the best route to go. I would never go on word of mouth. Okay. So you don't necessarily have to give a patient a bath for every single start of care but you want to accurately observe all of the components, all of the parts of bathing that they would in their home environment. I guess that would be doable in a start of care visit to see them move around. Yeah, so, it's, it's just kind of really mm -hmm. taking them through the motions of what they actually do in the tub or the shower and watch them get in and out and go through the actual motions with their clothes on. Okay, so what about the scoring? So the Oasis scoring goes from zero to six on this 
particular item. Um, a zero or a one is a patient who is independent and safe bathing in the tub or the shower. The only difference between that and number two is that if they have a, a, an assistive device. A zero is a no assistive device and a one is an assistive device. And either in either situation, they're both independent. Now, when we look at number two and number three, these patients can bathe in a tub or a shower, but need some amount or form of assistance. That is where we can de de delineate the two and the three. If they require intermediate assistance, whether supervision or hands-on, there are two. Continuous assistance through the entire bath is scored as a three. Okay, so when we're looking at needing some kind of assistive device, would you include that if they used a grab bar to help get in and out or hold on to a grab bar in the shower? Absolutely. Okay, and then what about safety? What if that person um, can really do a lot of this, but they just need someone there to be safe? So it's really important to focus on safety for sure. Medicare describes safety as inherent to the question, really all the questions on the OASIS. You have to look at the question in order to be escorted to, they'd have to be safe. If uh, you scored, if, they, if you had to stand outside of the shower or outside of the door of the tub because you were fearful that they would fall or they'd be stepping in and out of the shower or tub unsafely, you would score them a three. You must always account for safety. When you, when you are doing the assessment here. If you have he hesitation or worry, uh, then they're not safe to score them appropriately. And I think that's where a lot of clinicians mess up because you know they say, oh, they, they can do this on their own, but I don't feel like they're safe doing it. Well, then you need to score them appropriately. Um, and then also when you're looking at four or five, what is the difference between four and five? Uh, the main point is that the patient is not able to get in and out of the tub or the shower, or they don't have one. Uh, a four means they're independent at the sink or the bedside commode. A five means that they need any form of assistance at the sink or at the bedside. And then a six is somebody who is totally dependent for a bed bath by another person. Okay. Um, so what are some of the most common errors we might see? I can think of one where we might see a patient who just decides that they don't want to bathe. How do you score that person? Um, Patients who choose not to bathe versus their ability must also be accounted for on this question. First, let's think about what can affect their ability. Um, is it muscle weakness, cognition? Um, but one of the main issues that we see with a lot of patients is just fear in general. Um, they may have had a fall from the past or, a, or, you know, they heard of a friend fall. So they're very fearful and fear is an impairment. And we need to remember that when we do all the scores on these assessments. Uh, you would score the patient, if I was looking at it as a nun shower, a four or five. Uh, you cannot base the score on interventions that you actually put in place. And that's huge that I think a lot of people don't remember. You have to be scoring the patient on the patient's usual status and pattern for the day of assessment and the 24 hours proceeding according to the OASIS manual. And what that really means is if you modify or adapt any equipment, you cannot count that in your assessment answers. Uh, you can use that for a progression in your treatment and improvement at discharge, but you cannot account for them for this assessment. Uh, so just wanted to, you know, make sure that people are actually looking at that and then also checking and going back and reading about the OASIS guidance manual when they're answering these questions. Okay. And it's important to have, as we talked about in our previous episode, supportive documentation in the rest of the chart that supports our score. What, 
what type of documentation would support our bathing score? So I think, you know, you could also go back and look at the ambulation question as part of the OASIS. Uh, bathing does include the ability to get where they are getting the bath or the shower at. Um, that includes ambulation and wheelchair mobility to get to the tub or the shower and how that looks. You could also look at the nurse's narrative and what she wrote or look at the tug score would be great as well. This is why IDT is so important and um, how we verify this answer. All right. Well, thanks, Jason. That really opens up a lot of questions and a lot of considerations about that bathing item and kind of breaks down that, that complicated scoring. So I appreciate all that clarification. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thanks, and we hope you all tune in for our next item of OASIS scoring.